As we wrap up the week, we're bringing you one of the many positive messages from our past interviews. Each Thursday, we're sharing stories of our most watched athletes, celebrities, and leaders. We hope these problem-solving narratives inspire you to tackle obstacles in your own life. This week, Albert Pujols. How often did you have proper baseball equipment growing up? <laughs> Never. <laughs> Never. I had to borrow from my neighbor. I had to pay five bucks, you know, to one of my friends to let me borrow the glove. I understand. Oh, you I had to take it from my dad. And I, had to, I had to recreate it, you know, and play with milk. <laughs> How would you do it? You get the cardboard, obviously, you smash it down, and you would have. You know, obviously put a hole on top after you smash it down. So you open it and the side, open a big crack, and then on top you just open a hole, and that's that's where your finger goes. So you just kind of grab it like this, and you know I would have played catch with that. Class A ball. There's a bench clearing brawl. How painful was the hundred dollar fine that you got? Really painful, because when you were making two hundred and fifty two dollars with fifty two cents, I think is and you take $100, fine, you know? And then you have uh, your wife and an apartment, you know, with, you know, getting ready to give birth to AJ, my second one, having Bella. Uh, it was tough, but uh, you know what? At that time, dude, if I had to pay it again, I'd pay it because you, you were sticking up for your team. Why did uh, your wife, Didi, want to declare bankruptcy, and um, why'd you talk her out of it? Well, uh, I just talked her out of it because I believe, you know, you, you have to be cocky. And, you know, uh, when I got drafted, I, I, knew that, I knew that I had talent to play in this level. So when that time came, I, I knew that if, if I put all that work and I put things together, um, so I told her to give me time, to give me, let me go play, give me time, and then don't do it. How would you explain the difference when all of a sudden you're then making the major league minimum salary and how life-changing that was? You know, everything happens so quick, you know, to get drafted, to go to, uh, you know, internationally, then full year in 2000, uh, and then minor league in Peoria, and then from there, get called to ABLE, uh, high A, Potomac, and then triple A you know, and be one of the heroes and triple, triple it to hit the walk-off home to send the team to the World Series. Bro, you would have given me, like, in a script or a blank paper and read that down, I'm like, write that down, I don't think I, I can't even put it, that's the whole story together. So, and then the next year in 2001, you know, get invited to a spring training, and I wasn't even supposed to play or even get any of our bats. And making the ball club that year, dude, it was it was unbelievable. So it just thing happened so quick in my life that it wasn't even time for me to think about it. But just play the game the way you know how to play the game. I was just enjoying that I was in the big leagues, and and having guys like Mike Martini, um, Placido Polanco, J.D. Drew, Woody Williams, Daryl Kyle, uh, Mark McGuire, I mean Gene Emmons. Having those guys kind of took me under the wing and showed me, listen, kid, you belong here. Just play your game. You belong here. Man, it was, it was just a fun summer. And on top of that, you know, winning Rookie of the Year, I mean, it was amazing. That's it for now. But if you're hungry for more in-depth with Graham Bensinger interviews, head over to YouTube.com slash Graham Bensinger. 
You can dive into our deep library, which includes more than 2,000 clips spanning 12 plus years. Thanks again for listening.